You're listening to Kingdom Radio. We're recording live from the Sahara Hotel and Casino Las Vegas. Flippercon 2023. going on what's going on laura we have our very first guest of the prime time saturday guess who it is it's the celebrity of christmas lights radio special edition mr jr matos all the way from california all the way from cali the sunshine state with that bomb ass hemp beat Oh, yeah. <laughs> What's up, JR? That has got to be the coolest intro I've heard on a podcast. You think so? Yeah. Oh, oh, we don't, no, I got five of them preloaded, man. Oh, I was, nice. I t- he has I take, five cool ones. <laughs> I, I, t- I take my business seriously. Very cool. All right, so JR, man, what's going on, man? You're here over here at Clipicon. I see that you have a little double booth set up, and it's not the 50-foot tower trees that we've seen at Transworld, but it's, it's definitely a version of that, and you're bringing the heat, man. It's nice to finally have you on the show. Thanks. Yeah, so, all right, tell us, man, what's going on, man? You losing money in Vegas, or what's going on here in Vegas? No, Vegas is cool. Um, it's been very mellow. I haven't even gambled. I don't know why. Oh, I, you're so awesome. I went shopping last yeah. night to find my wife's shoes and was now, not Yeah, those were the golden shoes, right? Yes. Shoe shopping? And, no, no, no. They only sell these things at uh, the Wynn. Yeah, it was at the So Wynn. the most expensive place <laughs> to buy anything in the world, he's going shopping for the golden shoe. Um... Sounds like you got some ketchup to do, yeah. sir. <laughs> Sounds like we need to start selling more Christmas lights if we're trying to catch it with JR. <laughs> so, yeah, man, in the industry, in the RGB industry, I think you're actually leading the way, man. Um, and one of our mutual friends, Joseph Murphy, he agrees that your candy canes are much bigger, much more plentiful <laughs> than uh, your displays than his. And uh, so, yeah, shed some light on that one, man. Because yeah, well, <laughs> nobody ever duplicates things right, so... <laughs> His candy canes are cool, but mine were 18 foot and a thousand pixels each, so. <laughs> Shit, man. Yeah, so we'll, we'll definitely have to let Murphy know. I'll put all the laugh tracks in there and make it sound right when we get back. But, uh, yeah, man, so um, one of the things, one of the many reasons why you're so famous is people, some of the people here haven't caught on yet, is uh, you were in the, was it the Christmas Light Wars? The Great Christmas Light Fight, season the great, 8. So that was, is that ABC or who did ABC. that? ABC. So ABC, there was a TV show, and I was like, man, you know, there should be a TV show that follows around Christmas light installers and sees what we actually do. I think it'd be like Deadliest Catch or, you know, Discovery Channel, like Ice Road yeah, Truckers. Yeah, no, that it's, would actually be pretty cool. That's what I was thinking, and then I turned on the TV, and it was like, what are you talking about? This has been going on for seven seasons, the great Christmas light fight. It might not be like a Christmas light installation company, but it's definitely Christmas yeah, light I, competition. I feel like sometimes there's an installation company involved in somebody's display. Oh, yeah. Well, it's so over the top. I'm looking at it like they are completely on another level than me. There's, I mean, that's like, you do that all year round, or how's that work? No. When, so when we did the orchard display that we were on the show with, that was that pretty much took from August to Thanksgiving, and then it was on. So when uh, it looked like they had pictures of the family, how invasive were they into your private time? Were they like there every day, or was it once a week? So filming is three days. 
they uh, they come out when you start to set up and kind of do like a walkthrough with the producer, and then they give you a camera and they're like, here, self film all your setup. And I guess in earlier seasons they would come out for like two weeks in the beginning and film all that stuff, and then they would come again and. They got rid of that and made it do yourself. Yeah. You know. Like those survival shows. You know, you just yeah. here, just take this GoPro, <laughs> turn it on, I'll be back next week to charge the battery. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like in some of it I'm like, do I get do I get credits? You know, because I was the cameraman in that whole little section right there. <laughs> yeah, no, they, yeah. Jesus, this guy can get not get enough attention. It's like, how come I I know I'm speaking, how come I'm not keynote? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm not actually speaking here at all. That's speaking at events is not my thing I like to do. Uh, can somebody point this camera at this guy with the microphone speaking at the event? <laughs> okay. All right, man. I don't so class. You got the you got the wife and kids, and uh, and you work with dad. I mean, that's um, you know interacting with you um, the couple times that we've had the opportunity to meet. I admire the fact that you work with your dad. My yeah. dad is a truck driver, or used to be. He's retired now. But you know, I said, hey, I want to start my own business, and he's like. You know what? But there's a lot of risk involved, and if something happens, you'll lose this, and then you're responsible for that and this, and you know that's not a good idea. You should probably work for someone for 30 years, get a retirement right off in the sunset. And I'm like, Dad, that's not my path. But I see some people who follow this entrepreneurial spirit, and they get to work with their dad. I'm really envious of that. Yeah. Man. Well, no, my dad was the same way as your dad. Like, oh yeah. He's had. Well, my family's had this business since 1952, and. Uh, what business is it? Uh, we build food processing machinery. So okay. we're going to make a full fabrication shop, build stuff for like Frito-Lay, Velastic Pixel, Pickle. I get Pickle and Pixels mixed up all the time now. It's crazy. <laughs> well, they're very similar. <laughs> yeah, we make both things in the same shop. So. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> the Pickle Pixels. Yeah. So they've been doing that since 53, and my grandfather and my great uncle was doing it, then my dad, and then they've always been like, you're not working here. You need a retirement, and you need all this stuff. So I listened. I went to go work for a city and built cool Christmas decorations for my personal use for my orchard display. And then we uh, put them on the internet and everybody was like, I want that. Can you make me that? Can you make me that? And it turned into a, a pretty good side business for about two years. And then we ended up on the TV show, which then blew up my side business. Who, who found business. out? How'd that happen? The TV show or? Like uh, someone, someone said, hey man, you gotta talk to this guy or they just started driving down the road and then said, oh man, I need to talk to, how's that? So, the Great Christmas Light fight, since season two, they start calling houses. Like, like our house was like in the newspaper. Um, oh, news I see. There and, and they would start calling us and be like, hey, you want to be on? And at the time, they were filming like early August. And our orchard was still a real like apricot orchard. Oh, I see. So I was like, oh, we can't put lights up. There's still technically fruit on the tree sometimes at this time of year. Like, yeah. it, it won't work. So no pun kept, intended. Yeah, we kept blowing them off like year after year and then they called one year and they're like hey we're filming in november now i'm like all right yeah. they're like can you send us videos and stuff so we sent the videos and then we were season seven's alternate and i was like so what's that mean and they're like well you have to set everything up and then we might tell you a week before if we're filming or not and i'm like uh i'm gonna pass and i really thought like i screwed that up yeah like they i didn't hear from them at all anymore and i was like uh I pissed off ABC. Like I told yeah. them I wasn't going to Hey, stand in line. Things. Happens yeah. all the time. Trust me. And then um, that August came around, and um, one of the casting producers came to a, a mini event we had in Southern California about Christmas lights, and she was like, hey, you're going you're gonna to be on. And I was like, 
I haven't heard from you guys, and I'm going to be. On. I thought that was an alternative, <laughs> yeah, uh, or alternate. Yeah, well, that it was. This was for season eight, so then they were like, "You're going to be on," and then so I told like the group of friends when I'm not supposed to tell anybody. I'm like, "It's going to happen." So they all flew in two weeks before the filming and like made sure my display was like awesome. Oh, your friends, yeah, dude. Like, how awesome is that? Who? What name? Name some of these friends. So like I had uh, this guy Jay Danielson mm -hmm. from uh, Washington. He flew down. I had my friend Brian McVeigh from Montana. He flew out, and then anybody in California that I hinted at going to be there, they were there to help, and then definitely there for the filming night. Oh yeah, well if you can't help out and not get credit, but yeah. if I know anything <laughs> about Matzov, you know, when the camera pops out, here he is. Hey. <laughs> Y'all know me? Check this out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, working with your dad. Your dad, uh, now he works with you or what? So, we share the same space and, like, we share, like, a lot of, the, like, the same people. Like, uh, his you mean, welders. like, workers or whatever? Yeah, his welder's my welder. His machinery, uh, your yeah. machinery. His vehicle's your vehicle. Yeah, his so house, your house. <laughs> no, no, we have our own houses. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but uh, it's his shop and I use it. And then I've been putting in new modern equipment, like, I'm not gonna lie. His shop was the coolest shop for the '90s, oh, and that's about where it stopped. Yeah. Like we have really cool Cincinnati machines, Mazax, and all this stuff, but it's like 1990 sure. fancy. It was state of the art back back yeah. in the day. So we've brought in like new lasers and stuff like that, and yeah. trying to move it forward, make things easier for all the stuff we produce. Did you hear any of the uh, uh, speeches while you're here? No. Yeah. Like, it's hard to go to like the classes. Every time I'm at these things, I never get to go to classes because like. The You're vendor working. halls are usually still open. Yeah. yeah, I mean, we travel a long, lot, long way and paid a lot of money to get in front of some people. Yeah, and uh, to not be here when people are at your booth. Yep. I mean, that's like right now. So, uh, my dad's got it. He kind of got the gist of. Uh, oh, oh, he's he's, he's got, got it down gist. a little bit after a couple days. He's got enough. Yeah, yeah. So, but anyway, man, uh, what what question did you have for Matt's house? I, I was trying to think of. Something. Has anyone ever asked you for your autograph? Oh, not in lighting. No. Not no. Has, has any? Uh, how many times like does pe like people come up to you and they're like, "Oh my God, are you this guy?" And it, that happened a lot. It, the first few years at Transworld, it happened a lot. And uh -huh. the with the hobbyists, like I got a pretty decent following in like the RGB hobbyists. Look at group. him being modest. Look at him being modest, everybody. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> but uh, yeah. yeah. So like the first time we went to Transworld, my wife came to me like with the event. She was like. It's kind of weird, all these people just wanting to stop and take pictures with you. And she's like, you just do Christmas lights. I was like, yeah, yeah but I like come up with new stuff and I'm changing the way we do Christmas lights. So yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm no, you're trying to do it better. You're reinventing the industry. And I think um, some of these guys who are doing RGB, especially the entry level RGB, should be concerned. Because someone who you never heard of, hasn't been doing it for 20, 30 years, is coming up with the uh, most state-of-the-art stuff, yeah. I, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. And you see like someone that's actually connecting it all together, and it's like, oh my God, is this this huge company with this major distribution system uh, center? It's like, no. This is a guy, it's a hobbyist that's taking it to the next level, and it's just, it's really far beyond what some of these guys are offering in our industry. And I believe you're gonna change it, dude. If, if I know we're in Vegas, and uh, we're not supposed to be gambling, but if I was going to bet my money on someone, it would be you, my friend. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. But the thing a lot of people like don't really understand is like, yeah, I'm new to all this, but we're not new to like doing what we do. Like, I'm new to RGB and like lights, but like manufacturing stuff, building our structures. Y'all like, been doing it forever. Yeah, that's 
that's the same thing we've always done. It's a frame for a machine that cuts potato chips or a, a frame for a Christmas tree. It's right. still going to get put together the same way. So walk me through this process. So you have an idea. You say, you know what? Boom. Got a great idea. This is what I think we should do. This is going to be a great walk me, What's the process where you, you put the plans together, then you manufacture? You have a team of people you have to bounce it off of first? Or how does that work? Um, okay. Usually in the sh I'll be in the shop, and then I grab a piece of cardboard and a shar Sharpie and just start drawing. Um, the biggest problem I have is we'll, like that prototype eight-foot tree there. Okay. I built that in like three days off an idea, and we just fabbed it up in the shop. I drew some stuff up, I laser cut the little brackets and stuff, and we just made it. Like tape measure, Sharpie, just cut. Yeah. Then we make it and then go be like, all right, this worked. Now we need to produce this. So now I need to take it all apart and actually measure it all and draw it. And, <laughs> and how, how do you collapse it and how do you? Yeah, well, we figured that all on the welding table. Like, I see. that's, I think our advantage is like, I'll sit down at the welding table and then like I'll weld this up and like move it and make sure it I've works. I've seen the videos on, on Facebook, like, you know, you're just like, oh damn, that's the shop. Oh, that's what he does. Yeah. You know, little bits and pieces, but you think you have it figured out in your head about what they're yeah. doing, but you don't know. Yeah, like a lot of the guys that work for me, like I'll be like, oh, I'm going to do this, this, and they're like, what? And I'm like, ah, it's, it's, <laughs> my cat in my head has got it drawn out, so I'm, I'll yeah. make it. Yeah. Believe me, I can see it. You can't, but yeah. you will. Yeah. Watch. Yes. Yeah. All right, so what's up with this cruise, man? Because I try to line up a cruise or talking to the cruise, and they're like, no, you cannot do a cruise and I'm like but Matt's host did it I mean <laughs> come on dude you have a three-day cruise or something for RGB yeah next weekend we have uh, the light show con light yep. show con is it was it carnival yeah, uh, no uh, Royal Caribbean Royal Caribbean and yeah. it's going three days out of California yep. going to Baja Mexico uh, or something like that I don't know. I should know this. Yeah, it's going to had like one stop. It's, yeah, it's three days. Yeah, one stop in Mexico, one day uh, on sea, and then the day on sea is like when we do all the classes and stuff like so that. So it's it's all like right. a trade show, and it, it wasn't really that I mean expensive, and it and it didn't even say like Royal Caribbean. It said Matos Cruise Lines or something like no, that. Well, so so what happened is my mom just retired last year. Uh huh. And she's been helping us too with like doing the customer service emails and like responding to customers because I really suck at that. Um, but then she got bored because I guess I wasn't busy enough for her. So she uh -oh. was like, oh, I'm going to be a travel agent. I mean, my dad was like, great, because you like do 12 million things. You got time for this. Yeah, so. of course. So she started being a travel agent and then going on all these vacations and cruises. And then my one of my good friends. They David are addicting. Peace, yeah. One of my good friends, David Peace, was like, hey, I'm going to do my 40th birthday party on a cruise. And I was like, all right, let's go. And we went and I was like, this was actually really fun. And the, like the way that you're catered, like you don't need to think about breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Where you're gonna go, excursions, everything's yeah. taken care of. You know, like oh, honey, uh, as soon as you're done cleaning the kitchen, we can hang out. There's none of that. Everything you're like catered every yeah. second well, of the day. That's what made me think of having an event on there. Yeah, because you can make the event more reasonably priced because everything else is already free. It's like 350 bucks and includes. That. There's no way you can get a hotel or anything for that. Yeah. So we started talking about it and stuff, and I, I was asking my mom like, look. Is this possible? So she called her like Royal Caribbean rep, and then they were like, "Yeah, you could do an event." And they have like they have big conference rooms on a bottom ship. I didn't yeah. even know this. Huh. Yeah, like huge. Like you could put like Christmas Expo inside of one of these things. Not quite Trans World, but like yeah. a decent sized show. No, yeah, yeah. You could have like, hey, I got six hundred people coming. No yeah. problem. Got plenty of room. Yeah. So, and then the more people that were like signing up to be on it, the more stuff the cruise was like, oh, you know, we're gonna give you a cocktail hour, so you could have a private cocktail hour. We're gonna do this other things that you guys the more, could, as the more people showed yeah. up and they took you some more seriously yeah so we got we got like a cool cocktail party um and then i got some cool rgb vendors that went in like 
Christmas Light Emporium. He's kind of RGB, kind of like yeah, regular. Yeah. He bought, um, he paid for like a continental breakfast for our event for like the training. And then Buscoyo and uh, Experience Lights got us uh, escape rooms. So wow. you guys are all networking together. You're not yeah. like, hey, man, we're doing the same thing. I'm, uh, we're kind of competitors. Y'all yeah, are all well, working together. Yeah, the, all of us, like I tell everybody, like when we're all together and stuff, all of us together are smarter than one of us by ourselves. Exactly. Nice. Exactly. So half the stuff, like my Dragon controllers, like I come up with the concept of how I want it, how I want to enclose it, what I want done. And then my buddy David at Experience Lights comes with the board and the tech oh, inside of it. And we worked that same thing with the mega trees and stuff. Like I come up with what I want and then, uh, Buscoyo helps me with the strip and ways to make yeah. that happen. So yeah. He's all a nice together guy. is we're going to do some cool stuff. Hell yeah. Now, can you, can you, is there still room on the, I mean, I know it's next week, but the last minute still rooms on there. You can still get a part of that. I don't know. That's not, Laura, I'm not talking about us, but maybe oh I am. If he says yes, we'll look at the... Uh, I, I'm not sure about that, but I could definitely give you my mom's number and she, you could ask her. Well, I'm sure you can just go online and just kind of look I, it up, right? Or no? I or you know. already own the whole boat? No, we're not. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I believe we were at like 50-something rooms, which is not bad for the Dude, first time Dude, that's ever. a lot yeah. for RGB training yeah. crews. A lot of people, it's hard to get them on a cruise because they've never been on one and they think it's going to be a rocky yeah. boat and they'll be sick. But it's nothing like that. No, it's 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 a lot of fun. Hell yeah. we, we got escape rooms. We have like a scavenger hunt. The, the cruise, cruise has set it up for oh us. Oh my god! So like we go back to our like uh, conference room, and then they have like an escape room that uh, they're gonna do for us. Who's then, who's uh, uh, who's doing all the video and all that for that? Um. Well, my good buddy Jordan Nash is gonna be on there, so he does a lot of like our RGB video stuff, so I'm sure he's going to be filming yeah. stuff. Yeah, you know, like, when you go on the cruise ship, they got all these cameras and all this professional <laughs> stuff. You're like, yeah. no thanks, I got it from yeah. here. Yeah. <laughs> Sir, there's no taking pictures of the pictures. I know, I know. Yeah, no, but I was it's... checking it's my text cool. message. For for just an idea that we came up with this year, and then, like, all the RGB, like, vendors supporting it and, like, paying to have extra stuff with the escape rooms, the scavenger hunt, the breakfast, and then just... I think that's everything. Well, uh, buying drink tickets for the people that didn't get drink packages and oh. stuff like that, and it's it's been pretty cool. The Hell yeah, dude! Awesome. Cool. Sounds awesome. Hey, how many? How many? How many? Uh, I've seen you every time we go somewhere. You're there, right? Yeah. How many trips are you going? A week. I mean, uh, a year. Five, six, seven. Probably like thirteen or fourteen. Thirteen, fourteen. Because I, I do a lot of hobbyist. Like we have like our crews were considering it what we in the hobby a mini. Right. So. There's probably about 60 or 70 minis across the United States a year. Mini wow. shows or yeah. whatever. Um, they're like little RGB training for like a local community. Like California, we have two. We have a Southern California, we have a Northern California one. Yeah. Most states have one. Some states on the East Coast have one for like a three-state area. Sure. Um, but yeah, there's there's minis all over the United States, and they, they're like little schools on RGB. Like all kinds of things from like building a controller to building your props and all the stuff the hobbyists want to know. Hell yeah, dude. J.R. Matos. If somebody wants to look at your products, how do they get a hold of you? MatosDesigns.com. MatosDesigns.com. M-A-T-T-O-F. Designs.com. Any parting words you want to share? Nah, thanks for having me on here. Hell really yeah, man. It's pretty it. cool, right? I, I love watching your videos and oh, yeah. listening. It's pretty fun. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah, and I'll definitely let, let Murphy know about those candy canes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime I talk to him, I give him a hard time about them, too. <laughs> Murphy, you should have been here. You could have defended yourself, but uh, <laughs> yeah. I have the microphone. You listen to every damn thing I have to say. <laughs> <laughs>